Miracy. Hi, I'm Monica Badiou, and you're listening it to Making It. I am a customer-centric copywriter helping course creators sell more through email without being spammy or annoying or using bullshit copy. My parents were employees in the government and grew up in Romania. In uh, the 90s, we moved from an authoritarian government into, you know, democracy. And I was kind of the only one in the family. When I was little, I was thinking I would grow up to be a writer. And then when I was in high school, I thought I was going to be a lawyer because I had this feeling I wanted to help people who needed help and nobody was helping them. And this like really sense for justice in the world and let's help the world. And then I went to college and I chose social sciences with a focus on politics. And I thought I was going to like change the system from the inside. You know, if you want to change something, you have to play by the rules of like the law and the government or whatever. That didn't turn out to be good. <laughs> If everybody was going towards right, I would go towards left. If everybody said yes, I would think why they're saying yes, and I would say no. One of the things that it's amusing to me, <laughs> one of the really motivations that I had starting with entrepreneurship early is being in control of my time. So I hated getting up in the morning. I hated doing that at school. So when I finished high school, <laughs> I set an intention for myself that whatever job, whatever I do in life to earn a living, it's not gonna imply me having to wake up at 7 a.m. to go to an office, to commute, and spend hours and hours there. I did have those experiences, because obviously I needed to have those experiences, but it was enough to kind of say, I'm never gonna do that again ever again. It, I don't find it productive to stay eight hours in an office just, I don't know, to have the nine to five job security or whatever. That's not something that defines me or hasn't defined me until now. I don't know about the future, but until now, I didn't really associate that model with a happy life, a happy, fulfilling life. I decided that just doing business with people in Romania is not going to be enough. And so I set aside time to develop like a freelancing practice. And I was lucky enough to find an SEO company from the US who was hiring remote from Eastern Europe because this is where you find like cheap employees, but also good. And I was amazed by the difference, like how they communicated, what they did for the employees, how they trained their employees. Being paid on time, that was like a major achievement. Like before I would have to kind of, hey, hi, can I have my money, please? I've worked for this money. And they were like, well, at some point you're going to get your money. And then these guys would pay you on the dot on the 10th or whatever of every month. So that was happening when I was like 22, I think. And that completely blew my mind. I was like, if this is possible then I want more of this. It allowed me to see into the world of SEO, which I found super interesting and I became passionate for it. I ran my own tests with my own blogs and just seeing that 
business can be done differently. It was amazing. So something that I've done when I really decided to focus on being an entrepreneur full-time, like no freelancing gigs, no other things on the side, was finding a tribe of people who I really connected with. And it happened over Facebook groups for entrepreneurs. And for two years, I had, a, we call them coaching buddies. We would meet once a week for one hour and we would coach ourselves. Half an hour, I would get coached. Half an hour, she would get coached. And that helped me a lot because I realized a lot of the entrepreneurial thing is all about mindset and overcoming personal limitations, fears, patterns, all that stuff that kind of makes you say, I don't deserve to have more visibility. I don't deserve to charge more. So that became the moment where I kind of decided, okay, I'm done playing small. Back when I started, I was the unicorn. So if you needed marketing, I would be the marketing manager who not just like strategized, but also implemented. So I would do anything from blog content to email marketing to marketing materials like leaflets and magazines. I would run ads, Facebook ads, AdWords. I would do Pinterest. I would record videos, edit the videos. I would do PR. Although it took me too long to understand that I didn't need to do all of that. And that's specializing and niching down would be a much better way. You try to be as efficient as possible with the resources you have. For me, it wouldn't be efficient and it wouldn't make sense with the resources I have to try and impact the world, right? But I can, however, focus my resources on individual actions that would help others have a bigger impact. I'm a copywriter and I work with course creators and I've had to define how do I make an impact in this career, in this entrepreneurial endeavor, right? So I got to a point where I was able to choose the clients I was working with and decide, okay, if I help this course creator, what's the impact they're going to have? If they get 100 people to get their course and to actually use the solutions in their course, that means that the impact I have is not just me being paid for writing those emails. It's actually me helping that course creator get their solution and help 100 people who can maybe then help other people around them just by changing something that they're doing or achieving a dream. So that's how my brain works. <laughs> and it scares a lot of people because a lot of people don't really understand and can't really receive this like individual focus, right? A lot of people, and I'm one of them as well, I have a hard time asking for help and receiving help. So it's really interesting to see what happens when somebody comes and is like, look, what do you need right now to help these kids? I'm here. I'm going to give it to you. Just tell me what you need and I'll help you as long as I can help you. I want to help you. In the beginning, making it was earning enough to pay my expenses, to be able to invest in courses, in qualifications, certifications, all of that, and to be able to travel and get the holiday whenever I wanted to, then it moved into a place where making it is all about my freedom and making an impact. If your local community grows, 
you grow as well. And that applies in different degrees to, I know, online businesses because they have an impact on their team and even on their students or clients to local businesses. And yeah, that's what I think making it is, personally. I try to have like at least one coaching hour per week. I have friends who do holistic work like sound therapy and crystal therapy, soul realignment. So I welcome all of that and I'm happy to receive it just because it gives my brain pause and I can hear the words, the thoughts that are saying, well, you should give this up. This project is super stressful. Why are you doing it? And then I go beyond that. So why am I actually scared of this? What's going on? Interesting enough, it always boils down to all imposter syndrome. But having that work, that mindset work, and also reading and doing meditation and mindfulness and yoga, all those things that allow my brain to take a pause and really experience the thoughts that are happening in here, that's how I'm able to navigate all those things. I hope I'm gonna make a positive change in the world. I don't know. It's like when I think about the world, it sounds like such a big impact, right? What I've focused my energies on in terms of impact is small, concentrated efforts. So I try to invest as much as it is doable for me as a human in terms of like energy, time, and money into helping these people have more of an impact themselves. I'm Monica, and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me at monicabadiou.com. You'll find me on LinkedIn and on YouTube. Making It is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Once Upon a Business. This episode of Making It was produced by Cassandra Topperveen and Jeff Govertson. That's me. Cynthia Lamb is a supervising producer, and Danny Eney is our executive producer. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, please follow us on YouTube or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.